This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Next on Plains FM, we have Movie Talk, a program for all things cinema-esque, for the discerning film and video junkie. Welcome again to Movie Talk. Today we'll be looking at a really offbeat animated movie, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, some of the younger years of film director Steven Spielberg in The Fablemans, and Tom Hanks as a really grumpy fellow in A Man Called Otto. All right, so I'm making like a little documentary. Oh, it's like a movie, but nobody has any lines and nobody even knows what it is while they're making it. Mm. No. Mm. Tell me about what's life like. It's pretty much common knowledge that it takes at least 20 shells to have a community. My cousin fell asleep in a pocket, and that's why I don't like the saying everything comes out of the wash. Marcel the Shell with Shoes On is a feature-length stop-motion movie that features some really unusual characters. Carolyn Brown's been off to the Lumiere cinemas to see this mollusk shell with one big eye. Carolyn, this film deals with the lengths a child could go to when not feeling safe in his own home. What did you think of Marcel the Shell with Shoes On? I absolutely adored this film. It was just so lovely. It's not a children's film, it's for adults as well. If you just want time out in another world and just want to feel lovely, go and see this film. <laughs> just, yes. The story is really good. I mean, it's really well, simple. Well, what is the story? Well, uh, there's poor little Marcel. So he's a, he's a shell with shoes on and he used to belong to a community and then one day the community was gone mm. and he was left all alone in this house with his grandmother. And it's about them adapting to life on their own and then this um, man comes and lives in the house and he discovers them and he wants to make a documentary about them and it's about the friendship that evolves from that and the journey to find your family Yeah, and it's just really really lovely (laughs) and the animation, the stop go is just super. It's amazing stuff. I mean it's already up for a Golden Globe for that. Um, It's definitely got to be a contender for uh, for Best Animated Film, so it's got to be a contender for the Oscars as well. I mean, so you think it could get an Oscar for... I think for it could get several Oscars, including <laughs> Best Actor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's the only shell that I've ever known her to have played the lead role in a Exactly, movie. and you and sat there entertained by it for a whole hour and a half with him, so that's acting. That's good acting, so I think that he should be nominated. <laughs> But I mean, it's, it, but yeah, it's a stop motion um, uh, animation. You know, it's t- t- technique that's, uh, that amazes me because you get him sort of to, to get around the house. He he gets inside a tennis ball. I know. He so hops inside and then rolls his ball around <laughs> and sort of goes bumping all over the house in this tennis ball. And, and then you get if he wants to climb up to something up on the wall or something, what does he do? He sticks his feet. <laughs> Into a, a, a jar of honey to get this stuck, sticky stuff under on his feet. I, did, I didn't click with that. That's yeah, how that's, we... that was honey. I just thought he and was he, being no, a he wee did, brat. And he put that on there so that <laughs> he could walk up the wall, you know, stick to the wall yeah. while he was walking up it. Ah, 
I yeah. just thought he was entertaining himself and being. A... No, he's going somewhere <laughs> definite, you know. But and uh, of course, this leaves all little footpaths. Oh, it's so cute! <laughs> all it, over the walls. Absolutely cute. I mean, the people that have made originally he started off on YouTube ten ten in twenty ten. He was just a five minute YouTube clip, and yeah. he went viral. Um, the makers yeah. of it, um, Dean Fisher Comp and his wife Jenny Slade at the time, and she's the voice for him. And then they made a couple of more, and then it's been picked up, and and now they've created this feature length feature length film, film mm. about it. And uh, I, even if you've seen the clips on YouTube, you there's not much repetition at all. Like the scenes aren't the same in the movie as they are. They haven't just taken the YouTube clips and put them into the movie. Yeah, uh-huh. um, and it's just absolutely. Lovely, I think. Mm. Well, I've never heard of this uh, Marcel before. Did you did you get to see them? I'd heard rumours of it, but I'd never sat down to actually watch it. This mm-hmm. the stop motion phenomenon, um, but it has in the states. It's just massive, and yeah. so I think this film's going to do really, really well, and for really, really good reason. It's just. As I said, the animation is just superb. There's little little spiders. There's a little family of spiders that appear in the movie as well. It's <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Um, and the humans do a pretty good job as well. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I mean, and all the other... I forgot. He sort of gets together with all these other weird things that used to live in the same house. Or they're all just little objects that. Um, yeah, the family that, you'd that find he's searching in a, in a family for. home. Yeah. <clears throat> but they've got the, a life of their own. Yeah, also. And, 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 and somebody has built them an entire village to live in, or whether they built the village, village you don't <laughs> oh, know. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I mean it, it's amazing <laughs> what he can do with no arms. Like they grow their own food. They have his grandmother has a garden and everything else. And you see, it's just the 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 thought that's gone into creating this movie is just special. It's just so. Well, uh, I mean, the the original concept is, and but uh, that took off quite as you say, took off. Yeah, I mean, it was just a husband um, and a wife being silly. Really, and then <laughs> <laughs> turned into this worldwide phenomenon. Yeah. And it's quite interesting. The the, um, the director of this film, he writer and director of the film, that's Dean Fleischer Camp. Mm. He is also the, that main actor in the film. Yes, he, he is. Plays the um, uh, this filmmaker who comes on the scene within the movie. Yeah, uh, and decides to and there's a make a documentary in, about this shell. <laughs> there's a few in jokes in the movie because his wife, um, Jenny Slate, well, was his wife. They're now divorce she plays Marcel but in the film he's just been recently divorced as well that's why he's moved into the Airbnb and he talks about his ex-wife a bit but he's actually (laughs) talking about Marcel (laughs) it's just funny it's just really funny yeah well to me it's fascinating stuff purely well basically because it's so unusual. I've never seen anything quite like it. But you actually did genuinely um, yeah, enjoy it, love the film. Yeah, I absolutely did. As I said, I think it should be up for several Oscars this year. Yeah. yeah. If it doesn't, I'll be annoyed. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. That was Carolyn Brown with her views on Marcel, the shell with shoes on. And I'm Hans Petrovic on Plains FM 96.9. Movies are dreams. That you never forget. 
Birmingham. In Steven Spielberg's very personal production, The Fablemans, we follow a youth growing up with aspirations of becoming a filmmaker while having to cope with the personal difficulties of his parents. Robin Munro's been off to the Alice cinemas to see this film about artistic drive and personal responsibility. Uh, Robin, what did you think of The Fablemans? Oh, I was pretty impressed. It, it's a sort of uh, uh, story about a boy growing up who wants to be involved in the movies, but I don't know it was all that clear that he could get a career in this in those days. And his father is a very successful engineer and careerist. Yeah, he didn't seem to think so. <laughs> no, he kept referring to it as a hobby. Mm. But, but um, uh, again, I think it's semi-autobiographical rather than actually Steven Spielberg, but there are bits taken, of course. But, you know, he started filming um, his family first and and then I think some Boy Scouts, um, and it shows a number of the early films he he made. But he, he's a lot more um, uh, committed to it than many people. You know, he's using a pram or something to get you know a rolling shot, uh, whereas most people with home movie cameras uh, would just sort of walk around. He, he's trying to uh, recreate the. Uh, effects that uh, the great movie makers of his childhood uh, uh, yeah. were. Yeah, well, I mean, he had this uh, fascination. It was that shows this early in the film that um, uh, his parents took him to the movies at the age of eight. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the, in this film ended with a train crash. And uh, and cars flying up in the air, with mm -hmm. all this sort of thing, and and the, the, he as an eighty-year-old boy in the film, um, was quite amazed. How could they do this? You know, that looks like a whole train broken and car and everything. You know, how could you possibly do this? So he gets himself all the smaller toy equipment and this sort of stuff, and and does it uh, himself at home to see whether he can whether this is what, you know, is done. Yeah, yeah whereas his father doesn't quite... Isn't well, he, he crashes and, these very expensive mm, trains, trains that yeah. his father has supplied him with. Mm. And his father is a little bit uh, tut-tutting, whereas his mother in some ways approving, but she also sort of says, if you can film this crash, then you won't have to keep crashing the trains to get the effect. You can watch it over and over. And yeah. when they go to the cinema, the father explains in a very engineering way about how the frames play at faster than 25 uh, frames a second and the human eye can't catch it so it gives the illusion of moving. Yeah. But his mother says something like um, movies are about emotions and dreams or they are dreams that you remember and that was perhaps <laughs> the side he lent more to eventually. Mm. Yeah, well actually there are two sides to this film. There is this, well first of all we, what we've just seen him as an 80 year old boy, this is when they're living in Arizona, then they move off to northern California which is also a bit closer to Hollywood but um, you know so, but there is this um, side about this boy with the feeling he wants to be a filmmaker one day, but there is also the personal family problems which this young boy has to um, learn to cope with. He realises quite... It, 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 uh, this is later on in his teens when they're in California. I think he's about 15 or something. He realises his mother 
is in love with another man. He, he spots that up by sort of taking and, and, family and movies and he's mm. able to see it, that the, the film can reveal what perhaps is not immediately obvious. Yeah, yes. and so uh, so this is about family relationships uh, between uh, between different generations within family relationships and this boy, a, a young boy, having to learn to cope with adult issues and all of this. So this is all in the film too. And um, and of course, I mean, uh, uh, to me, uh, it's uh, reading up with some reviews. They mentioned that there's in quite a lot of his earlier films, um, Spielberg has put little parts of his actual life into this, which had never occurred to me at the time mm-hmm. when I saw these films. You know, about relationships, about little boys yes. living in a house, and, and family disappears, and all this sort of thing, uh, and. Um, and, and so you, you get um, uh, you get both uh, sides there, and um, but it's, and then I mean to me he, he's called Spielberg, which is a sort of German Jewish name, and um, well I think we're supposed to take Fa- Fabelmann uh, as a similar thing, but actually I think Fa- Fabelmann um, applies to uh, this family. And and uh, this uh, and the fables about what what happened yes, there to yes, the, I think to that's within right. the family, and I think that's how we got that name together. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I mean, the later part of his life is in some ways more interesting. Uh, he gets a bit older, gets interested in girls, but he also faces anti-Semitism. Yes, and yes, um, yes. there's some there's some really some very interesting moments. There's there's sort of snippets of his life rather than a continuum. And again, he pursues this career in filmmaking, which we know he eventually succeeded. Um, but he he has trouble at college. He he perhaps doesn't get along with roommates and so on. He sends lots and lots of applications to film and television companies to try and get his foot in the door. And we learn just towards the very end that he's sort of succeeded. And there's a, 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 quite, a quite nice and very funny uh, ending, which I, I don't think we should probably reveal too much. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I, mean I, I associate um, Spielberg more with um, f- films about sharks like Jaws and about U- UFOs, which is Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and even with dinosaurs out in yes. Jurassic. Park. This, to me, is Spielberg. This film is somewhat totally different, mm. and as such, it hasn't sort of stuck in my mind quite as much, possibly, as those earlier ones did. But nevertheless, it's still good, fascinating, interesting yes. stuff. Yes, agreed. Yep. Okay, thank you. That was Robin Munro with his views on The Fablemans. And I'm Hans Petrovic on Plains FM 96.9. I also thank this show's sponsor, the Harcourt's Grenadier Accommodation Centre, which is now located at 98 Moorhouse Avenue. If you're looking for a place to live, check out the Harcourt's Accommodation Centre website, assetmanagers.co.nz. That address again, assetmanagers, one word, .co.nz. Don't you dare let that little rat dog piss on my walkway again. Ignore him, Prince. He has no idea who's doing that. Well, it was one of you. Get out of here. In A Man Called Otto, Tom Hanks plays a very grumpy man who has given up his own life following the death of his wife. 
Mary Gibson has been off to the Academy Cinemas to see this rather caring film that could bring a tear to your eye. Uh, Mary, the main character has many flaws, but you still can't help but sympathise with him. What did you think of A Man Called Otto? I thought it was quite a charming little film, really. Um, Particularly with Tom Hanks. Yeah, it's 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 a comedy drama, and um, some part, like I probably could have written it, it's quite predictable in a lot of ways hmm. in terms of the plot and the plot line. Um, you know, grumpy old man, his, he's a stickler for routine, his wife has died, he tries to commit suicide a number of different ways, doesn't succeed. That in itself is quite comedic. It shouldn't be, but it is. Um, and then, um, then a, a family, a kind of a rambunctious family moves in next door. The Mexican um, family. Well, yeah. she's Mexican. He's from oh, Palo right. Alto. Yeah, that's um, right. He's yeah. a, he's a techie dude. But yeah, and and they've got two young girls, and she's pregnant with the next baby. So he Otto is obviously very resistant to her charms, but then she wheedles her way in with food and things like that. Yeah. And you can see, you know, it, it's like you you don't have to think about it. It's a story that just evolves naturally and you expect it to because it's just that ebb and flow yeah, of, of yeah. How, it, how you would expect it to play out. There's some really nice characters that are formed in the movie. I mean, um, Tom Hanks is quite clever as the grumpy old man. Um, <laughs> and and then the character, I think it's Rachel Keller, who is um, uh, the L- Luna, and she's fabulous the, as the Mexican. She's just brilliant, you know, she, Really, really good. Her husband's a bumbling idiot, but a loving man. And, you know, so it's got all those characters. The kids are, are quirky. They love um, Mexican wrestling, you know, and, and they love playing with the, the Mexican wrestling toys. It's sort of like almost aggressive behaviour that expect from <laughs> boys, but said girls. So it's it's got all of that, those quirky elements in it. And, and you know, it's about um, neighbours that have been at war, um, you know, all of that stuff. There's nothing kind of unusual or, or different in it in terms of what you'd expect to see in a movie. But I think what makes this kind of special is that the compassion actually really shows through very strongly and mm. it's compassion on so many in so many different ways there's a young guy who is transgender and he's obviously been bullied. And then Tom Hanks' character, Otto, re- once he realises that his wife, Sonia, was the teacher of this oh, um, yes, transitioning yes. young boy, was a girl, now, now a boy, takes him under his wing. Um, and, and, you know, I probably could have written the end of it and how it would play out. You know, I, I knew exactly what would happen there. But even so it still really holds your attention all the way through because it's just got a... um, It's not schmaltzy, if you know what I mean, to use an American term. It's Mm. not sickly sweet. It's not saccharine. Um, And and it it does deal with a lot of everyday life situations, I think. But but he is a difficult man to have around. He's in arguments and telling people aggressively what to do, what they should do or shouldn't do and Mm. all Mm. the time continuously. And unless he's on his own and then he tries to hang himself. (laughs) Well, well, because, you know, he, his whole life, and he says this, that my life was black and white. Sonia was the colour. Yeah, with his wife. She brought the colour to my life. Yeah, that's right, yes. And and everything for him 
um, you know, he studied to be an engineer. So it's all about a stickler for rules and routines, taking great pride in maintaining um, the, the order and cleanliness of the community. You know, he was on the Homeowners Association. Uh, but all of that sort of unravels. And while he tries to maintain that, it makes him grouchy and grumpy. And, and then, of course, you have the developers trying to buy the houses to take yeah. over and develop it. So it's, it's, not an, it's not a new or different story. It's, it's pretty much, as I said, mm. you could have written it yourself. But somehow you, you're, you, you allow this to, to just roll over you and envelop you yes, as, yes, as you watch the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But to me, this is still very much a Tom Hanks Movie. I mean, he's on screen 95% of yep. the time and um, with this sort of grumpy um, personality. But it's, it's, it's interesting with his acting. Um, it, it, I just had forgotten that he's actually already a two-time Oscar winner mm, for mm. Philadelphia <clears throat> in 1993 and mm. Forrest Gump, Gump in 1994. And his total, he's up till now been nominated for a total of six Oscar Oscars for his acting. Yeah, yeah. And what's even more amazing is that there was an earlier. This is this film is adapted from a Swedish novel. Yep. Which was then made into a Swedish movie. Yes. And even this movie was nominated for an Oscar for Best Foreign Language Film. So it's got a good line there behind it, and the strength of. of of um, Tom Hanks all the way through. There yeah, he is. There yeah, is. yeah. And Look, despite that aggressiveness, he just can't help feeling sympathy for the guy. You, you honestly, um, you know, like, totally, yeah. If, I don't want to go off on all the movies he's made, but there are so many. You know, there was um, uh, Elvis he was in, amazing oh, in yeah, that. Well, he was, yeah, that's just this last year's... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he, yeah on, our be, on our best he movies list. He played Tom Parker, list. Elvis's boss there. Yeah. He, he was in... Um, uh, he was in Captain Phillips, you know, where the boat was uh, oh. pirated. He was Sully from the boat, the plane that landed on the Hudson. So many different roles. And Wilson, where he's stranded. Him and Wilson are stranded on the island. You know, you, you can't you, you can't go wrong with Tom Hanks in a lead yeah. role, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the one coming to the neighbourhood, Mr... Um, oh, I can't think. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let's just say there's a ton of them. But, he, yeah, so you're not going to go wrong with Tom Hanks in that role. And interestingly, I see that the young Tom Hanks was paid, played by Truman Hanks, and I so I thought to myself, I didn't check if that was his son. I suspect so. Oh, it was one of the producers <laughs> was Rita Wilson, who was his wife. So uh -huh. this is clearly their little platform, yeah. and and of a good wholesome movie. Oh, well, they turned it into a family film. They certainly <laughs> did in more ways than one. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, this is a lovely little movie to go and see. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy it. Let it roll over Just you. Go along I would with say. It. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Okay, well, thank you very much for that, Mary. <laughs> that 
That was Mary Gibson with her views on A Man Called Otto. And I'm Hans Petrovic inviting you to listen to Movie Talk again on Plains FM 96.9 at midday next Wednesday. This program will also be repeated at midday on Saturday. And you can listen to podcasts of earlier episodes on the Plains FM website. That's plainsfm.org.nz. Music